What's up, guys? Hey, guys. We're back. It's Tuesday. We're turning up tonight. Turn up all the way. We're so excited to be back. Um, it almost feels like it's been a week already. I know. It? Time flies when you're having fun. We're not having fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> um, okay, so first we want to start off by um, delivering a message. Which is? I don't know. I feel like there are people that listen um, because they are friends of ours and they enjoy the conversation. It almost feels like you guys are talking to us. But I feel like there are also people that listen to report. Oh, yeah. I had a very interesting conversation with somebody this week about somebody sent um, him a message saying to listen to a specific part of this podcast. And so guys, Stay tuned, because I heard it was going to be a part of a song or maybe yeah. something. I don't know. We had a very good conversation. We're gonna, He's actually going to crop that part out and make it into a song. So it's going to be the new Rise and Shine. But as everyone should know, I said what I said. I said what I said. I said what I said. I mean what I say. That's my favorite thing to say. So was my favorite thing to say. But anyway, yeah. really getting back in, um, we actually want to talk about a topic. A topic. Marilla <laughs> has uh, lost her train of thought. She got she, her voice back, but she doesn't have her thoughts. I know. And she had all her thoughts, and now she lost all her voice. Anyway, so last week we talked about the different types of crazy. And yes. um, this week we want to talk about how maybe those types of crazy and or other reasons that may ruin relationships. And yes. ways that we've ruined relationships. And this is not just focused on romantic relationships we want to talk about friendships and relationships with family yes so friendships relationships like with your spouse partner significant other and then your family relationships well, so mom dad we don't have significant others <laughs> no we you don't know. have spouses oh we don't have spouses um jordan has yeah. prospects you know what i'm saying prospects <laughs> try to fill up a roster this year <laughs> okay so um let's start with friendships what is one thing that you feel like you maybe not do on purpose, but that you feel like maybe like a common denominator in why friendships may have gone wrong or I have a very low tolerance for things and once I make up my mind that something's bothered me, then I don't I can't go back on that, you know? So my low tolerance for things is definitely the reason why I have lost friends or I just, not even necessarily that like they ended the friendship, but I ended the friendship a lot of times because it's just like, I don't have time for that. Like you do you, but I'm going to continue to do me. And like, you're not, I don't want to say like, we're just not compatible, you know? And I'm not going to like kiss your ass to be a friend at all. So it's one of those things like if something happens and I don't really agree with it, then I don't stick around to try to work it out. Like, bye. Okay. Have you ever had any regrets about letting that get in the way of, of losing a friend or a friendship? Um, probably, like, only time I would say I have, like, a regret about it is, like, if I think about a memory when I have that person, I'm like, oh, damn, we used to have so much fun. But then I'm also thinking, like, well, shit, like, I have fun with my other friends. Like, I'm not missing that that much, like. I get over it. You so know? you guys know we're staring at each other very intensely right now in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, huh. Okay. What about you? Well, we're going to talk about this little um, tip that Jordan and I actually had recently. Oh, we had like a silent argument for like a week. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get back to that uh, here in just a second. <laughs> um, 
And so what is your way that you have, like, what do you think you do to the messes of friendships where, like, makes you cut off a friendship or end of a friendship? Um, I know for a fact that it's my anxiety. And when people think of anxiety, and when I used to think of anxiety, I think people think of, like, just overthinking things and not... No, actually, that's exactly what it is. I think I, I have a hard time expressing what it is that I want to say or to like, say or to let them know. Like when we, and that's it's not all the time. I'm sorry. I guess I should start off with that. Um, when we have gotten into an argument or a disagreement, or when I do something that I when I know I was wrong, I find it very hard to communicate that to that person. I feel like, and it's it sounds so shitty, it really does, but I'm the type of person that would rather, like, be silent and let that friendship go than, no, that sounds terrible, <laughs> yeah. it does. I'd yeah. rather, I'd rather just never say anything because I get so anxious about, like, com- like, I don't know, having a conversation about it or confronting that person about it. So I just ignore it. Which is... The reason why we didn't talk for a week. <laughs> it was so funny. So it was not funny. It wasn't funny. I was like, <laughs> we got it. We got into a disagreement, but neither of us said that we were in a disagreement. It was just me and Mariella talk pretty much every day. First of all, we text like in the morning and everything, you know, and we, <laughs> something just happened and I didn't talk to her for several days and I was like, I'm not going to be the one because I'm... <laughs> I'm like over this. I'm irritated. So I wasn't going to be the one to say anything. And she was getting mad because I wasn't saying anything. So we just both well, sat in silence. It took me a while to realize that she was upset. And you know how I knew you were mad? Did Ask I, me how I knew you were mad. Because I didn't watch your story. Yes! 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 yes. That is exactly how I knew. I was like... I purposely didn't. I think I made sure that I posted something that you, where you knew that I was. Oh my god, you asshole! Yes, <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad that you know me so well. Yes. Yes. So I, I know I'd posted stories, and I, I mean, everyone goes through like their views to see who's viewed their story, and I'd posted like four or five stories, <laughs> and I started to notice that Jordan wasn't watching them, and so I was like, wait a minute, like, well, let me check my Snapchat then. And she was not watching them. And I was no. like, I, she watches them. She, she religiously watches my stuff just like I watch hers. Yeah. And if I'm watching hers, why is she not watching mine? Yep. And so I, I started thinking. And it was like <laughs> on a Sunday morning. And I was, I was talking to Sponsor Daddy about it. I was like, hey, do you think Jordan's mad at me? And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. I feel like she's mad at me, but I'm not sure. And he's like, why? And I'm like, no, you're not going to understand. <laughs> he's like, why do you think she's mad at you? And I'm like, you're not going to understand, okay? And he was like, what is it? And I'm like, she doesn't watch my story, okay? And he's like, what? Maybe she's busy. And I'm like, you see, you weren't going to understand. No. <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. You are a guy. You guys don't even, you didn't even know that you could see who views your story, There's first so of all. Don't know how to yeah. You know? I was like, no, she's mad at me. And he was like, you think so? He's like, well, text her. And I'm like, no. If she's mad at me, I'm mad at her for being mad at me and being petty and not watching my story. <laughs> so uh, I waited and waited and waited. And then the next day, I was so mad. I was, no, actually, I waited till Tuesday to reach yeah. out. And we record on Monday nights. So I was like, 
she's gonna have to talk to me. <laughs> I was like, if she doesn't reach out to me, I'm we're gonna just not have an episode. Oh so my god! Whatever. I, I was like, I was standing my ground. I was like, she would never not record with me, <laughs> and she did it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I woke up the next day, and it was like a breakup. It really was because I was like, oh my god, like she's really done with me. <laughs> so I texted her, and I was like. So, I know you're mad at me, and then I got mad at you for being mad at me, so do you want to talk about it? And she was like, no. I was like, okay, well then I guess we're done. We're over it. And she was like, well, so do you like me or not? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, don't make me laugh, I'm I mad. she was going to be like irritated because it was like something we always say like jokingly. <laughs> so I knew she was going to be like, oh, don't be funny, funny. Don't, don't be funny now. JB, not today. <laughs> um, so, I feel like that was a lot for me to reach out. Um, and I feel like I was passive about it, but yeah. it went, it, it was a lot for me to even reach out. Cause I was ready to be like, you know what? You don't be my friend anymore. Don't be my friend. And then you were ready to be like, fuck it. I'm like, done being your friend. I don't like this. We're over. Right. Yeah, it was like, I feel like we'll never not be friends. I know. So I was true. like, that bitch can sweat it out a couple days. <laughs> I'm going to make her come back to me. <laughs> and I, I did. Oh my God. I should like give um, <laughs> you should probably give sponsor daddy some tips there. Um, anyway, so yes, that's how we both ruin friendships. So what about relationships? How do you feel like you've ruined them? Or maybe not that you've ruined them, but what can you call yourself out on and be like, you know what? Like, this is what I do. I... I'm fucking emotionless. Like, I feel a lot of emotions, but I can... I... It literally pains me to express those emotions like it just makes me feel like, super uncomfortable like I can text you all day long like oh I love you blah, blah blah like you're the light of my life but I can't actually verbalize that and that like people obviously people need that and it's like a difference whenever someone's like looking at you and telling you that's how like you're expressing your feelings so um that is something that kind of fucks up my relationships with significant others you know because it's like they're giving you so much but then you're not like opening yourself for that and I don't know I don't know why it just makes me so so uncomfortable it just so do you realize it like as it's happening and you're like so they're like Jordan I love you and you're like mm. no like I can say like I love <laughs> you lol you wild what you doing though <laughs> I can say like I love you whatever whatever if it's said to me first but I can't I will never be like you know what thank you for this like I really appreciate you. Like, we had a great day. Like, your smile just brightens my day. I can't ever say that to, like, you in person. Really? Like, it just, uh, you know? But I think it's good that you can actually, like, say it or that you recognize it because then you can verbalize that to your partner. And yeah. it actually took me a long time to realize that because everyone has a love language. And I, I guess I'd never dated anyone that didn't, at least share some of my love language or like, you know, I'm very affectionate and I'm very vocal and I'm very like hands-on, I guess, or very physical. Yeah. You know, I want to be cuddled and I want someone to hold my hand and da 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 well, All my past relationships were, you know, were like, like that. And then I dated someone who was very not emotional and he had a very hard time verbalizing yeah. how much he loved me. But... 
he did show me with See, actions. And that's and, exactly the same. Like, I'll do, like, random things for you, and I'll, like, do acts to show you, like, how I feel about you, but it's just... It's hard for you to... Yeah. yeah. No, and, and I get that, and, and I feel like if I was able to understand that, and I'm very, like, tunnel vision, yeah. and it's, like, it's my way or no way, I feel like you... you the right person will understand it, you yeah. know? Because... Yeah. What people don't realize, and I think what I didn't realize before was it doesn't matter how much someone is telling you that they love you if they're not showing it, you know? And actions, especially now, you know, like just means so much more because we're not young anymore. We're not like staying up all night and, you know, caking all night. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you know, I had a long day at work, so you, you know, brought me food. Yeah. Or, you know, you sent me flowers or, you know, just you paid my car note or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actions. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's, that's, that's I, I'm glad that you can see that, you know, because a lot of people don't see that. I'll, it's something I'm going to work on. And I think I'm just, I think I'm more going into like this new phase that I'm in. I'm more vocal about that you know like Mm -hmm. saying hey by the way this is the way I am and I think it's I think it's better that way you Mm -hmm. know that way I'm kind of trying to like trying to stop myself from being that sabotager you know yeah and and you don't necessarily have to change that I don't I don't think that that's a fault I think it can be perceived as a fault by the wrong person oh yeah like they can be like oh you know she just wasn't very affectionate she wasn't very cold but if it's a person that's gonna that's willing to really listen to you and really yeah. understand you and understand, you know who you are, then I feel like it's not really. I think that's one of those things that like when it, like hindsight's twenty twenty. How they say that because like in that moment you may not like that person may not realize that, but like if they're thinking about like the whole picture overall, then they'll be like, oh well, no, she did used to do this blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. that's I'm just you know, never mind. I'm not gonna change my ways. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with There's me. There's nothing wrong with There's them. There's something wrong with them. Um, <coughs> what's your What's your issue? My self sabotaging life. Yeah. Um. Honestly, probably my overthinking and my insecurities and like um, deflecting them maybe on that other person because I feel like. Every relationship that I can look back on, um, I can see where it started going bad. Or I can start pointing it out. And, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Our police just turned off. Um, and I can see where it started going downhill. And it was when I stopped... I wouldn't say, like, the honeymoon stage. Mm-hmm. I think it's when I start overthinking it and when I'm like, okay, this is too good to be true. Like, this is... Oh, you're like, okay, we're, like, you're waiting for, like, the shoe to drop, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, for sure. That's, I think that's what, that's what it is with me. It's always looking for something wrong with them, even when, I mean, I know there's going to be something wrong, but then it's, like, nitpicking at it and not letting things go. And then I think, like, that's where my insecurities come in, where I'm like, hey, if I find out that you, you know either told me this white lie or you, I don't know, what's another relationship issue? I don't know, if you're late too too much or if you're just, you know, you're just not reliable. Like, I have a thing for, like, fixating on that 
one issue and like imploding on it yeah and then just bringing it up over and over and over and like I said I think it's part of like me just being anxious as a person and needing constant reassurance and I think if you don't realize that that's what I need or if you don't realize that you're dating someone with anxiety and that they they don't they don't tell you or they don't ask like hey do you love me or like hey like is everything okay that doesn't mean that there's something wrong it just means that we want to hear that it's okay and I think when when they don't pick up on it and then I start nitpicking at things and I start overthinking it and I start being like well there's something wrong there's got to be something wrong even though there isn't I think that's the way that I sabotage my relationships. I can see that. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> yeah. I could. I feel like you're... I don't know if there's such thing, but I feel like you're addicted to, like, love. Yeah. And, like, you fixate on, like... When they don't show love? Yeah. No, for sure. It's my Pisces. Yeah. It's my spices. <laughs> it's my viscous. It's my spices. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look into it and... I'm all, every podcast and every episode, I will bring it up, how my moon sign dictates who I am as a person. Yeah, Pisces are very emotional. And I'm already, like, uh, dramatic as it is, you know? I'm dramatic, I'm emotional, and anything that I pick up on that I feel, that I feel or that I perceive as an issue or that, you know, it's wrong, then I fixate on it and I ruin things that way. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm perfect, Patty. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can do no wrong, which is crazy, though, because I feel like I'm really good at being, like, the victim and then real good at being, like, a bitch. You go, victim, bitch, victim, bitch. Yeah, yes, yes, and I don't think a lot of people can handle that, unless they're also not all the way stable. That's probably why we're so friends. I think so. Well, it's because we balance each other out. Yeah. It really is. Because I feel like... You can tell me, like, okay, you need to, like, calm the fuck down. And I can tell you to, like, hey, you know, maybe give this person a chance because of this. Or, like, hey, think about it this way. (laughs) Now that you bring that up, I can't listen to you anymore. Girl, you told me to give (laughs) JB a chance. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Just so you guys know, um, I think we should go ahead and um, (coughs) talk about it now. Um, there's JB, okay? JB was canceled seasons ago, okay? JB was, like, season one of the Kardashians when your makeup was all fucked up, you didn't have the perfect nose, and Kylie... Didn't have lips? Was 10 years old. Okay. Okay, that was JB. And then there's JB Squared. Yes. We don't know about JB Squared just yet. Yeah. But I think there may be... A JB Cube. Yeah. Who may or may not play for the Vikings. Yeah. And is looking very um, promising. Yes. He's looking like he's going to be rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Okay. All-star. So, All-star. Even better. We'll see. Um, that way you guys don't get confused. Anyway, we're really going to get back in. Okay, um, we're going to talk about family. fucking up our family ships. Fucking up our family and chinships. Um, so how do you feel like you've ruined, not ruined, but how do you feel that you have contributed to where they are now? Yeah. So whenever we were like planning out this episode, I put that I held on to grudges 
or like things that happened to me in my past for family. But like as we're sitting here talking, I'm thinking about it. And it's like I don't hold on to grudges because I'm I'm act- I'm truly over the situation because I fuck like I'm thriving right now, you know, and I'm not even like held up on that. But I think what it is is back to that tolerance is I didn't I wasn't who I am now. So I didn't know how like to not tolerate certain things when I was a child but now it's like you treated me like shit when I was younger so why do you deserve this time of day you know and so now it's like I don't have a grudge against you like you be good do you all that but it's like I only have like I can't I'm not gonna give you more than you gave me and you didn't even though you may be trying to give me more now Mm -hmm. you were fucked up in the past and I can't not that I can't get over that but it's like I remember how you did it and I'm not going to give you you don't deserve all of me you know Mm -hmm. and so that's where where I'm at you know I've I've focused more on the you you truly do get to choose your family and my friends are like my family now and yeah I do talk to some people in my family but there's some that I'm just like I don't know especially Whenever it's, it's one thing whenever you, I get around these family members and they acknowledge what happened and like where they were wrong and the parts they played. But it's another thing, I went and my granddad, overall, okay interaction, but he told me and maybe, you know, it's just his perception of things. He said, well, I don't really know why you stopped coming around, but I'm like, I remember exactly certain events that happened and why, how you should know why I distanced myself. So it's just like, I can't fake it and I can't, I'm not going to explain something to you where it's like, you were there, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like, uh, it is what it it's is. It's not a grudge. It's just, it is what it is. I don't have time for it. I gave, I, I say that I'm living my best life now and you guys didn't contribute to that and I'm where I am in spite of that so why give a part of me back to somebody or to people who did not contribute to it yeah no I get that um do you ever feel like you will maybe regret not giving them that grace and not being like hey in spite of what you did I will, um, I don't know, try to fix things. I will try to put them behind me. No, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, you know? like. But they're missing you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Like, I went to my little cousin's uh, graduation party, and I got to see everybody. And, of course, what's-his-face was there. And it was just like, why are you being fake? You know, Tracy. Oh. I was like, why are you being fake? Like, Tracy. don't come up here. And like, I felt empowered at that moment because she was like, oh, look who's here. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm here. What's up? What's up? <laughs> like, and then. I'm grown now. We can fight now. We can square up right now. Where so, were y'all at? South Dallas? It was like, <laughs> no. sorry. It was like, I just said hi and I kept on my way, you know? And like, that's my mood, you know? Hi. Like, I don't have anything negative. Oh shit! Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't. I'm not gonna like waste my energy on you. Like, hi, keep it moving. And I think that's part where I am. Like, yeah, I think about 
like if I get married will these people be my wedding and shit like that and I'm like you know if they're there they're there if they're not they're not it's not I don't fucking care either way you know it don't make or break it yeah and I think it has a lot to do with obviously like I don't know not a lot to do with it. it it is why it is it is why it is the way it is which is the fact that they didn't try and, oh, and yeah. that they were grown ass people and exactly. you're a child. Exactly. That's and I think that's where so when I was like fresh out of high school and everything, like my college years, I used to like yearn for that relationship still. But as I got older and then I started to reflect on things, I'm like, as an adult, I would never treat treat someone, someone like that. And I'm like you guys were adults in that situation. So if me as a child could realize that was fucked up, like y'all failed, you know? Yeah. And it's like, ooh, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I believe in karma and I believe that, you know, God's got my back, whatever. So I'm like, you know what you did and your maker will decide your fate on that shit. But it's like. But I don't have yeah. to put up with it. I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what I, I I realize now as I get older is when you're a kid, you see things, but you don't see things. Yeah. And you don't realize just how – I hate when people say, well, that's still, that's still your, your grandma or oh, that's yeah. still your aunt. Like, yes, but these people are toxic and these right. people are not good people. And it's okay to be – to acknowledge that and to say, hey, you guys are just not good for me right. and I wish you the best, but right, love you, but don't ever want to talk to you again kind right. of thing. Now, right. And, and, and I that's see that. okay. And people need to stop. People really do need to stop saying like, well, that's your, that's your dad or that's your sister or something like that. Like just because they're that familiar relationship there doesn't mean that they have to be a part of your life. There's some people that just aren't good for you. Just like how you cut out friends, you cut off your boyfriend, you cut off your girlfriend, whatever. You can cut off your family members. It's not, it's, there's a difference between cutting them off and being okay and being cordial. And there's a difference between like being negative with it. Mm-hmm. And obviously going to the negative route isn't going to do you any good. So it's just let it be, be. And like, if I'm not worried about it, don't you be worried about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. What's your problems? Um, well, like with my immediate family, so like my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, you know, I, I mean, just like with every, everyone has butted heads with their parents, you know, when they're younger. So I butted heads with both of mine, obviously, for a while and for, a, I mean, it feels like probably longer than I should have. Um, but I mean, now I think we're in a good spot um, where, you know, we can communicate and be cordial with each other and, you know, what I realize now is that I can't, I can't be upset with people who may have been trying to deal with their own things and didn't realize that they were maybe like deflecting some of those issues on me yeah like my mom you know me and her just didn't have a great relationship growing up um just because I, I feel like I have a very strong personality and I was never the type I wasn't ever the kid that would like get in trouble and just go to their room and be upset I would be like I hate y'all like you guys are ruining my life and like now that I have kids, I realize how maybe not hurtful it is because you know that your kids don't hate you, but how just like it gets under your skin, you know? And I feel like me doing that as a grown up 
not a grown-up, but like a, a teenager that knew what she was saying, you know, how that may have been hurtful to our relationship. Um, and I'm not saying that she, you know, or my parents didn't have any fault in it because, you know, they were the grown-ups and I feel like they could have repaired the relationship too. I feel like it took a lot of years for us to, to fix it and to like be in a spot where I can talk to them and they can talk to me about things, you know. And I've told my mom before, I'm like, you know what, I forgive you for maybe being closed off to fixing our relationship before. And it's because I realize now that you may have had a childhood that you, that you were trying to heal yourself from. And you didn't realize that what you were, that you not dealing with those issues, you were putting those on me and in our relationship. Um, and then obviously, like, you know, my brother and sister, they're way younger than me. So we've never had any issues. And hopefully we never do because I feel like they're finally at an age where I can bond with them and we can talk about things. And yeah. there are things in common now, you know. And um, so, and I was a single child for 10 years. So it's, it's basically being a single child, you know, like I didn't, I didn't, I always wanted brothers or sisters, but they, with them being so much younger than me, you know, I didn't, really didn't have, have anything that. in common or anything. Yeah. So everything yeah. was about me. And I think that's probably why I am the way I am now, which is like my way or no way. And it was because growing up, I never had to share anything or never had to, you know, yeah, I never had to share anything and <laughs> not attention, not anything. <laughs> Um, but with my extended family, um, I think it's, it's still that anxiety, like of not, not, um, not acknowledging the issues and maybe not ever talking about those issues. So I guess, I mean, I could just get straight to it. I don't think that they agree with a lot of my choices. And do you feel like you want them to agree with your choices? Or are you like kind of indifferent? I don't want them to agree to my choices. I want them to... Accept it. Yeah, accept them. And I don't think that... I don't think that they just... That they don't ex- accept them because they don't want to. I just think that they don't understand. You know, and I... Because th- I'm so different from everybody. You know, like, my family is super Mexican. Like, super traditional. Like, you get married once. You have one husband. You, like, you know... And then you get together for the rest of your life and just have a bunch of kids and maybe be happily ever after, maybe not, you know? And I feel like even my cousins who are, you know, close to my same age, like, they're still very much in that mindset of, like, you just, you grow up, you graduate high school, you get a boyfriend, and then you that's who you end up with. And obviously, I didn't, like, wake up one day and was like, oh, I'm going to have hella kids with the wrong person and then be a single mom and then date people who my family are not going to accept, you know? <laughs> that reminds me of that day at the sick and shake. Oh my God, yes. Yes. One time me and Jordan went out to eat with my little sister and she was younger. It had to be like... It was like three, four years ago. Three years ago yeah. it had to have been... Um, so I was, three years ago, I was 24, so she had to be 13. (laughs) We went out to eat with my 13-year-old sister, and what did she tell you? She said, she, I don't know her exact words, but she was basically like, I can be friends with the African-American boys, but my dad just doesn't want me to date them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I was like, girl, yes. It's okay, girl. (laughs) I wish... I wish I could replay the moment that I told my dad that I was dating a black guy. <laughs> my, and, you know, and I think my dad, out of 
everyone in my family is the most open-minded and like the most Americanized besides the younger crowd, you know? Um, and I really do think that he had more of an issue of like, he couldn't believe I was dating again. Yeah. So like, you know, when I told them, I was like, like, you're dating again and this is what you do. And this is what you do. Well, yeah. Cause I was like, oh, you know, he's this and he's that and he does this for a living and He's all these great things. And then at the end, I was like, and he's black, by the way. <laughs> there, Gotta go. Come on, kids. You should have seen his face. He was like, what? <laughs> Did this motherfucker just yeah. tell me? Yes. And then, oh, my God. Uh, yes. And I can only imagine. Like, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. Like, when the rest of, like, you know, when my poor grandma <laughs> found out. Because she was probably like, no. Ay, Dios mio. You know? Oh, Give me no. my, uh. Do my Hail Marys. <laughs> yes. And I mean, they knew I didn't date my own kind. And I, I mean, I feel like I'm definitely the black sheep of my family. Like, I don't like Mexican guys. I don't, I'm not, I'm not super Mexican. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not traditional at all. Like, I would never just want to be a stay-at-home mom and, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, that's just not me. And I, I read somewhere, um, I don't remember, it was it was a long blog post about like being a black sheep in your family. And it was like, don't ever run from that because it means you're breaking generational curses. Yeah. And I do think that, and I'm not saying that like having a traditional family is a curse, but I want, I want my daughter to grow up and be better than what I am. I want my daughter to grow up and, and know that she can do anything and be anything and that she's not limited to what society or what your family thinks that you should be, you know? And I, I, that's the one thing I guess that I wish my family understood or one side of my family understood, which was that like, just because I don't fit into y'all's norm doesn't mean that I can't be happy or that I can't be successful because like truth be told, I, I feel like I'm doing great, you know? And yeah, you know, I, I really do. I feel like I'm doing great. I feel like I think it's funny that they don't realize just how successful one can be without a man and without oh, yeah. and without re- relying on him because at the end of the day and I've you know and I wish I hadn't said things like this to my mom you know but I was like you know what I don't ever want to be the type of woman that if a man leaves me I fall on my face and I couldn't support myself or my kids like a man can leave and I, I can still take care of myself I don't need them you know like I really don't and I was like and and you're oh my god I was like and your people <laughs> Probably talking about my family. I was like, could never say that. I was like, because if, you know, their husbands were to leave them, like, then what? That's all you ever were, a wife. And I was like, and I'm more than a wife. And I'm more than just a mom, you know? I was like, I'm those things and more. Or I could be those things and more. Yeah. And I just, oh, I get emotional. Why am I getting emotional? I don't know. I just wish that they would see that. Yeah. Can you not cry? Because I'm not emotional, but I can't look at people cry without crying. No, it's true. And I think if they ever, if my cousins obviously ever listen to this and like go and translate that, I guess (laughs) (laughs) that would be the one thing that um, I would probably never have the guts to say to like my family. Yeah. And especially to the older ones, you know. There's still like a level of respect, even though you don't agree with everything, you still respect it. Oh, yeah. Because I think... um, there was a time where my little sister <clears throat> was talking to me about something because, you know, they go to Mexico all the time and whenever they come back, I'm like, girl, give me the tea. Like, what went on down there? And I remember one time she was like, my grandpa had made a comment and I don't know if he just told her or if he told like all my little cousins, 
and I say my little cousins, but they're only like three or four years younger than me because I'm the oldest. And he was like, I just don't want y'all to do what she's doing. Like, I want y'all to do better. But you're not doing anything bad. Yeah. And, and I was like, I remember thinking like, I'm sorry, but fuck y'all. Like, what do you mean I'm not doing good? I take care of my kids. You know, like they're living a good life and it's because of me. It's not because I'm relying on anyone else or yeah. on anything else. And like, you guys can't see that. Would you guys rather me have stayed in an unhealthy, abusive, crazy relationship? You know, <clears throat> I wish they could see what you're actually doing. And they could see they're, that. They're, they're caught up on the idea of you're not living the life that they would have chosen for you. Yeah. But they can't accept the yeah, that and your the, life and is now and how. Yeah, because the sad part for me is that I think that they knew how unhealthy and how bad that relationship was. <clears throat> and just for appearances or just for what people may think, they would have rather me stay in that than to be an outcast in their eyes yeah. and do my own thing and be happy. I think that's that's what gets to me the most. And <clears throat> I've had, like, crazy, like, talks with... Oh, <laughs> sorry, it's a little one. Um, I've had, like, crazy, like, arguments with my dad even now as a grown-up. <laughs> okay, you can stop. Okay, sorry about that. <coughs> There's not even a way to fix that one or to try to edit that no. one. My daughter came out and had to tell us that there was a hole in her pajamas. Um, anyway, yeah, as a grown-up, even now I've had, like, these, like, crazy arguments with my dad and, like, letting them know, like, you know, I just wish you guys were proud. Or I know I wish that you guys saw me more as just I could have been someone's wife, you know? So, yes. I, think, so I think that's... I think that has to do with, like, their traditions though in like your culture more. girl i have you know what i've said to them and i've heard i would i can't believe i've said this to my mom you're probably like fuck your traditions yeah i'd be like well go back to your country then <laughs> you sound like susan <laughs> build that wall <laughs> i i mean honestly i was like you know and i've told my mom this i'm like just because this is all you know doesn't mean that it's right and unfortunately these are different times. This is a different country. And if that's what you don't agree with, like, I'm sorry, but if you open your eyes, that's how life is here. And if you don't like it, like, other side of the wall for you, you know? And, I mean, I feel horrible, and I've apologized to her about it. And me and my mom are actually in a really good spot now where I think she she can be like, hey, these are your choices, and you're still my daughter, and I don't have to agree with them to be good to you or to, you know, nourish our yeah. relationship, which I'm very grateful for because... You know, I could have gone forever without talking to her, you know, after all that. Yeah, you could have pulled on me. So all in all, I feel like I actually don't ruin my family relationships. I think they've ruined them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. I'm not the problem. It's not. They are. I can be the problem with everything else, and I can be... Everything else can be wrong with me, but I, I don't think that... That, um... That I was wrong in any of that, and I do think that... I can't be bitter about it, and I can't be upset about it, but I, I think that the family that you come from is important, but the family that you create that you create is more important. And I think all I can do is raise my kids to know that no matter what their life choices are, unless they are crackheads or something. Oh, my God, no, no, no. They can be... Well, I hope they're not crackheads. As long as they're not Republicans, I'll love them, you know? <laughs> That's terrible. That's... Just kidding. I love them either way. Okay, so... 
we that's great sorry let me acknowledge that (laughs) we were going to do a couple questions because i feel like we've not done questions for a while um but we were just so enthralled in our conversations that we only have time for one so i'm gonna let mariella pick a question and we're gonna answer that shit you know Okay, um... Rapid fire, rapid fire, rapid fire. Um, okay, um... Past. What is one thing that you wish that you could change about your past, and how do you think it would have impacted your future? Mine's gonna be so quick. I don't have to think about that. Can you go first so I can think about mine? Yes. If I could go back and change one thing that I think would change my entire future... I would choose a different baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I will always have love for him. I really will. But I think our relationship in the past year has turned very ugly. And I don't think that there's ever going to be any going back from that. And I love my kids. And I would never change them for anything. So I guess it, it, it was worth it. Um, but, yeah, that would be my only. No, you know what? I think I would have went ahead and had the kids and then dipped. Like, cut it off sooner. Cut it off sooner, yeah. yeah. Cut it off sooner and maybe, um, yeah. Cut it off sooner and maybe not do so many things that I thought were good, that I thought I was doing as a favor, that were just going to be turned around and used against me. And I shouldn't say too much because uh, my attorney advised me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, change baby daddy. Okay. Um, but now I got the baby daddy I always deserved, so shout out to my sponsor daddy. The baby daddy without the baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? What's the one thing that you wish that you could change and that you think would have changed the, the course of your life? I probably would have gone to my school counselor and told her I need to be emancipated and actually <laughs> talk to them because I think that would have shown that it would have made more people pay attention to what the fuck was going on, you know? And it would have... I would have had different opportunities that were taken away from me, you know? Like, I got accepted to these great schools and I couldn't go to them because I was lied to about my applications and things like that. I would have been able to continue yes. to do, like, the things I was supposed to do. Because you can look at my sister, my little, my younger sister's life, and my life, and we led identical lives. We both went to the... Not the same private school, but the same fine art. We went to a fine art school. We both had the same trainings and things like that. But look at her where she is now and look at me. We're both doing great now. I won't say that I'm like, I don't regret my life right now as I am because I'm happy what I'm doing. But I could have actually pursued my dreams and that shit was taken away from me because of somebody else's poor decisions. So I think I probably would have gone to my counselor, like actually trusted them and told them what was going on and emancipated myself that way I could make my own decisions because that's what the fuck needed to happen in the and then you're being so grandpa because I would have been if I was you in your fucking real life it's Cinderella story type of shit the, the one with Hillary definite mm-hmm. you know when she's yeah, lesser yeah. about Princeton okay yeah. <laughs> I would have fucked some house on fire I would have probably murdered her like, like I could tell you like if we go through like some, if we do have some like crazy thoughts or something, I could tell you like that. I thought if there were so many like 
shit that I would I thought about doing and I was just like no don't do it don't do it like it's not worth it like I always took it in myself my own pep tops like don't do that shit because you don't know how the reaction is going to be but then like a party was like oh fuck that shit like I don't care <laughs> what's going to happen like blow the bitch up be like yeah I was going to crash that fucking car on the freeway but I was what? like bitch you have a car with her so shit <laughs> what the fuck you know just undid her seatbelt real quick yeah. and oh my god that was shit yeah I hate her I hate her the more that we have these and it's funny, like, getting into these talks with you because I know they make you uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And I thrive in it because <laughs> I love being sad. <laughs> they make I, me uncomfortable when they, like, make me angry. <laughs> yeah, I hate her. I, I know you shouldn't hate people, but, like... Yeah, we'll tell the story time, like, in the next episode or something like that, the time that uh, we got in a fist fight. Oh, my God. Yes. Fair. Yes. We'll talk about that next episode. Yeah. But I hope you guys got emotional with us and probably judged us because I thrive on that <laughs> um I hope you thriving guys, is her word so I want you guys I'm gonna actually make a post on our social media um this week sometime and I want to know like how do you ruin your relationships how what, do you ruin your friendships what are your own like what are your own demons that you need to conquer in those for ships in those ships how yes. are you sinking your own ships boom Sink or swim, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, stay forever reckless. Okay, get bitch. What? It has to just be stay reckless. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. One, two, three. Stay, stay reckless. reckless. <laughs> we always said we...